Hello, J Train Podcast listener. I want to give a brief trigger warning before today's episode. Sometimes this show goes down the path of very serious subjects, and today is one of those days. Uh, the second email deals with domestic violence. If you are out there and going through something like that, I wanted to give out the National Domestic Violence Hotline. The number is 1-800-799-7233. Again, 1-800-799-7233. That is uh, a place for confidential support 24-7, 365. So again, a brief trigger warning before we get started. It's the second email. Um, Otherwise, enjoy today's episode. Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. That's right. Every Monday we read your emails, we read your stories, we answer your questions. And I say this every episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Hello, YouTube land. We are putting full episodes on YouTube. So I'm going to ask of you, the listener, if that is an option that you'd like to kind of get into Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. Um, full episodes. We got clips there. I got stand-up clips there. It's a whole treasure trove of entertainment from the land of J-Train. So go subscribe to the YouTube channel um, and keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We love your emails, your stories, your questions. And I listen, thank you for being a listener Thank you. If you're in Columbus or Denver these last couple weeks, I'm taping this after the Denver show, so I want to thank the Denver people. What an amazing weekend. And Columbus people, I'll thank you too. I'm I'm sure it'll be a great time. Um, Today's episode is a little different. Uh, We're going to dim the lights, dim the lights, and it's just you and Papa JT. The Wizard of Haas. That's right. We're here at Feather Nation Studios. Just you and me. And your questions. Uh, we got great questions here. Uh, I want to thank you. And I got Shelby here on the ones and twos. The, the man behind the curtain gave me a big thumbs up just now. Shelby's here. I'm here. You're here. And your questions. So we're going to go through them. Um, and people, if you're out there and you want to come to a show, I got shows. Oh, I got shows. Okay, people. I am coming to Newark, New Jersey, Madison, Wisconsin, Tampa, Florida, La Jolla, California, Huntsville, Alabama, Nashville, Tennessee, Dayton, Ohio, Albany, New York. More dates are being added. So go to jaredfree.com for tickets. Jaredfree.com for tickets. Also, listen, since this is an alone episode, I'll take a minute to talk about the Patreon. Patreon, you know, that's, that's Shelby and I. That's our, that's our little pet project, okay? Patreon is two extra podcasts a week for $5 a month. Okay, what are those podcasts? Coffee with J-Train is basically me going through the notebook. I tell stories from the week. Like I was just in Denver. I told stories about how the condo in Denver and every comedian tells you it's the best condo in the world. And I had some issues because I'm a snob. So I told the whole story about checking in and what's, what was going on at the condo and why I said yes to the condo. It's really me 
I mean, you're getting stories from the week. I, I've, I, and sometimes I'll talk about pop culture. I'll talk about, you know, the 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 Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. I, I talk about it all. So Coffee with Jatron is me opening up the diary, so to speak. Uh, and then we do a luxury lounge, luxury lounge every uh, every Friday on Patreon. I will I will respond to every luxury lounge complaint from the week before. So as a Patreon subscriber, your complaint will always be heard in the luxury lounge. Uh, Patreon version. So if you want to sign up for Patreon, it's $5 a month, three, uh, two extra podcasts a week, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. That is a deal in my opinion. Um, and that's really it. It's you and me. Shelby's here too. Very excited. We are, uh, you know, we're sponsored people. And support the sponsors, people. You gotta, if they can help you, then you you use them, and that helps me. There we go. It's the circle of feather. You shall feather nuts when you use a promo code. It feathers my balls. The J Train is brought to you by e- ExpressVPN. When did we decide to stop upholding free speech as a basic right? Everyone should have the right to express themselves freely. Sadly, the big tech monopoly has instead opted for silencing tactics and censorship. To fight back against big tech's control of the internet, I use ExpressVPN. Ever wondered how free-to-access tech giants make all their money by tracking your searches, video history, and everything you do? click on and building a profile on you than selling off your sensitive data. When you use the ExpressVPN app on your computer or phone, you, uh, you anonymize. I've never even used that word. Anonymize? Anonymize. Yeah. That's a word? You anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address. That makes your activity more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN encrypts 100% of your network data to protect you from eavesdroppers and cyber criminals. What I like most is how easy it is to use. It just takes one click to protect all your devices, and that's why ExpressVPN is rated number one by Business Insider. So let's stop allowing big tech to revoke our rights to free speech. Why not revoke their rights to your data instead? Secure your internet with the VPN I trust for online protection. Visit expressvpn.com slash JTrain. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash JTrain to get three extra months free with my exclusive link. Go to expressvpn.com slash JTrain right now to learn more. Ooh, I love that. Let's get to the emails. JTrainPodcast.com. Keep sending your emails. We love your emails. We're going to get right into it. We are on a, it is a dim the lights alone with Papa JT and your boy Shelby episode. He's here. You know, the people are asking for you to, you know, they, they ask for you, Shelby. He, oh, oh he, he could grab a mic. Shelby rises from, from the ashes. Oh, okay. <laughs> There we go. Shelby, they, they ask for you all the time. They, it's been years since they've heard your voice. The decades. Decades. The subtle the subtle nodes. I don't know, the the, the the soothing sound of Shelby. Welcome back. Thanks. It's great to have you. You know, Shelby on a lone episode, just you have the mic, you can pop in if you if you have anything to say. But the people miss you. I just want to let you know. I get messages all the time. It's so nice. It's really nice. 
and this this banter we used to have. It's it's good that it's, it's just back. Like back and forth, quick. It's like <laughs> popcorn. It's popcorn, baby. Okay, hooked by a fisherman. Hi, Jared. Love your podcast, and now a dedicated listener. Background: I started speaking to a guy who my friends and I call the fisherman. I like, you know, women love a good nickname. I, I, I men give nicknames. Don't get me wrong, but women love a good nickname. They it, 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 and it's a and in they're owned by the group. This this nickname. The the fact that her and her friends are like the fisherman. I I have very few people that I can remember from a nickname and it was really like college stuff the fisherman I mean I'm assuming this isn't a college person my friends and I call the fisherman we hooked up pre-covid and mutually stopped talking a year later we reconnected on bumble and spoke via text for a few months it was great until he ghosted me there's the bastardization of the phrase ghosted you know I he ghosted you. I mean, you both, based on your, you know, I, I'm going to go through these emails a little bit, line by line, a little bit. But when you say a year later we reconnected on Bumble, spoke via text for a few months, it was great until he ghosted me. It doesn't say that you've met or you got to be, got together. He may have stopped texting, but you have a phone. You can still, hey, where'd you go? What's going on? You know, I, I to call that ghosting, you know, you're entering into a territory of, of dramatizing that I, I, I can't get along with. Uh, I later found out he had a kidney stone to pass and personal issues going on. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, even that's too much. You know, bo- both are not correct. He didn't ghost you, and he also could have texted you. Both are true. So, you know, the idea that he ghosted me, even though you had his number, you could follow up with him, hey, where you been? What's going on? Did you die? And then the idea of he's got personal issues, that's a little too much dramatic on that end, too. Most things are in the middle. I found him on Bumble a month ago, and out of pure curiosity, I matched with him. Ooh, the rematch. This is the thing. Both of you are attractive, attracted enough to hook up, not really attracted enough or interested enough to make this real. That's the reality. When you match three times on an app, it's two people, not one. Both of you have the ability to make the decision here. Two people that are literally saying to each other, yeah, I would. That's not how people want to date. That doesn't get you, you know, leaving the couch, so to speak. But I understand what this is. You're not wrong. This isn't wrong. Fast forward to now. We've been talking again for a month, yet yet haven't met up. Again, you're in the same I would, but I don't need to space. Both of you. He reaches out often and expresses interest, yet hasn't put effort to see me. He, I, I, I have asked how he feels about me. Stop it. How does he feel about you? You're a chick he texts. That's how he feels about you. He's attracted. He likes the pictures he's seeing. I mean, again, you need to stop being in the passenger seat of your own life. What you're doing right now, if he likes me, then I'll make an effort to like him. Hey, I want to go on a date. You either make it happen or you don't. Because we have to admit to, and, I, and listen, I'm not letting him off the hook, but there, I can only speak to the emailer. The emailer wrote in, okay, and they're saying to me, he reaches out often and expresses interest, yet hasn't put in the effort to see me. I have asked how he feels about me. No, 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 you're asking for the wrong things. And says that he does see us progressing into a relationship, yet is focused on work. How would anyone know that? He doesn't know that. And he started a new job two weeks ago. 
I understand the stresses of training in a new job, yet don't want to feel like either of us are wasting our time. You're wasting your own time. Stop it. We have spoken about date ideas, vacations. Vacations? You haven't gone on a date. Etc. Making it confusing to me as to why he hasn't put anything into action. He blames his work schedule and that once he's done with training that we will go out. I don't believe him completely and continue seeing other people during this time. We do, get, we do get along extremely well, yet I know that I deserve the attention and interest I want. How long is too long to wait for a guy to ask you out? Do guys use a new job as a real or fake excuse to seeing you? Is this even worth my time or should I move on? Much appreciated and feedback or ideas are on how to handle this. I'm, I'm going to speak directly to you. You have somehow forgotten the, the past that you have with this guy. You have a past, okay? Your question is about, you know, do guys use a job as a real or fake excuse to see you? But you met, you hooked up pre-COVID. So let's call it 20, you know, let's say you hooked up February 2020. What's the date today? April 2022, okay? Let's, let's live in the real world. You hooked up pre-COVID. Good for you. You both decided not to continue this. You both decided not to continue this. Okay? So then you come back and you match on Bumble. Talky talk, talk, talk. He stops talking. You don't make an effort to talk to him and see where he went. Then you match on Bumble again. Matching on Bumble, for some people, is a way to gain time. People like, you have to remember Bumble is this game. It's a gamified version of dating. So he and you are feeling good about getting the match. You keep rematching to make sure someone out there thinks you're cute enough to match with. And that's an okay thing. That's a very human thing. But you got to get off the drug. You are talking about vacations. You're talking about his work schedule. Stop it. All you want is step one. You haven't even had that yet. A date. I'd like to go on a date. That, that doesn't mean you have to keep texting. And now you're texting and you're asking him how he feels to ignore being turned off by the fact that he won't make a date. Because you wrote something very specific in your email. You wrote that we have spoken about date ideas, vacations, etc., making it confusing to me as to why he doesn't put anything into action. Stop being confused. Stop, start being turned off. It's not confusing. He's, he's talked about dates and he hasn't made one. That's annoying. That would turn me off. You want a date. Let's stick to the, to the, to the end you've hooked up before. He's had access to you. He knows what he's dealing with. He, know, he should know if he wants to go on a date or not. You should know if you want to go on a date or not too. Both of you. So if I were you, I would text him, hey, I'm down to get a drink. I can't keep texting. I have a new rule. Going, Shelby, please. Going forward. Please. That if it's like, a similar email of like he's busy with a new job. Mm-hmm. Don't like give any like specific company thing, but you have to say what the job is. Yeah, we want to know the job because I don't believe in yeah. this training. I mean, are thing. they an emergency room doctor? Is he if he works at like he's like a like train shipping where you could like be on call? Mm. This weird, like then I'd get it like training. But if he's just like. Listen, if he's insurance kind of, adjuster, yeah, yeah. There's well, not it, how much training. It, what's the training? You're are not you, working nine to new to midnight. You're not on call. No. You know, are you the barista at the at the new Starbucks that opened up down the street? Did you learn all the 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 drinks? You know, I get. Listen, everyone has lives, 
but here's the thing. All you, you, your problem is you email her. They're hooked on something too. They're not admitting that they are also hooked on getting the text from him. Having someone who thinks they're attractive text them and keep this up because he keeps giving excuses to buy himself time. Why is he buying himself time? Because you're a cute woman who's texting him. Why are you texting him? Because he's a cute guy who keeps texting you that might be the relationship that you want. See, we all are sitting here getting something out of this. Don't act like you get nothing out of this. So what I would say to you, hey, um, I would love to get a drink with you. I have to stop texting with you in this way. It makes me feel like we're way ahead of where we actually are. You have my number. I'm down to get a drink. Make a plan and I'm in. That line, make a plan and I'm in, is so important because you're being positive. You're agreeable. Make the plan. You've given him the hammer, the nails, the wood. Build the fucking house. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We are sponsor people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Best Fiends. Why be content with having enough when you can have more? Best Fiends always satisfies your need for more, more puzzles, more me time, more fun. I got to say, I love Best Fiends. I talk about a podcast being a way to put your brain on the shelf. That's what Best Fiends is for me. I, I'm literally on level 230. 230. That is amazing amount of time that has allowed me to feel good, to chill, put my brain on the shelf, and have something to do. It, 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 Best Fiends, and I love that they keep updating it. That's the really the, the best part of it. It's not the same old game. Once you download Best Fiends, you can play anywhere, even without an internet connection. Collect tons of fiends that get powered up as you play more levels. Every win brings new challenges, thousands of puzzles to play. New in-game events are added all the time with thousands of levels. There's always more to play, so go ahead and let enough is never enough be your mantra. Download Best Fiends today for free on the App Store or Google Play. Plus, even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Love that. People. Let's get back to the emails. An alone episode. I feel like we went to church last episode. That was a, or last email. That was... We're all arrives. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Is the X a reliable source of information? Okay. JTrain, I've been casually seeing a man, Nick, for the past three months. I'm 29, he's 28. We started talking about uh, a week or two of him getting out of his last relationship, which lasted over a year, but they lived together. We have brought up being exclusive. However, we both have concerns for the above, given this is his third long-term over-a-year relationship in a row. The first having been marriage. We continue to talk regularly, sleep at one another's houses almost nightly, but we, uh, but we both are still on the apps and going on the occasional date or two. Recently, his ex met one of my closest male friends at a bar the other night. Still unsure how the conversation started, but from what I know, the ex told my friend that Nick used to physically assault slash hit her. So we should put a a trigger warning on this. Well, I um, and we'll add that in after the sh- uh, at the beginning of the show. Hey, uh, given Nick has never shown any signs of this to me, how should I take this information? The ex actually gave my friend her number. 
uh, and said to give it to me if I ever wanted to talk to her. I don't really have an in, uh, have any interest uh, in doing so because I feel it was their relationship and has nothing to do with me, but wanted to get your thoughts. Is the ex reliable or is this just another way for her to try and win the breakup? Thanks. Oof, this is this is one of those emails that's kind of above my pay grade. Um, I, you know, I don't know what the answer is here. I would... Not what I mean. Obviously, you don't want to hear these things. It's a, but you you can't unhear these things. I I think the the first thing is talk with friends and family. I think you have to bring this person around friends and family. I I don't know. I don't know what the proper way to go is, and I I hope my I don't know shows you how seriously you have to take this. It's like you know. It's like when they say yelling bomb on a plane. Things have changed. I don't, you know, if someone yells bomb on a plane, I don't look at them and go, well, what are they going through? You know, you've said something very serious with serious consequence. So the idea that, you know, I don't really put in the same category winning the breakup and saying and claiming that this person physically assaulted or hit, hit them. I, I, and I do live in the land of, I, you know, I live in the land of most people are within the realm of sanity. It would be in the world of, you know, a lot of times with these subjects, we get in, you know, if you look at the bell curve, we, we, we assume everyone's in the tail ends, the most extreme case. If someone, you know, so, so what you're doing in your email, and, and I'm not saying this is wrong, this is what a lot of people do, is you're saying, she, this person is taking a very serious accusation and they're doing it for a reason that's pretty frivolous because of a relationship that went wrong and they're trying to win it. I don't believe that to be the case. I, there has to be some form of truth. I don't know what the truth... Or for someone to make this type of accusation, I would believe. So I'm not saying I believe... I don't know what happened. The truth is somewhere in the middle. You know, there's their side, there's the, there's two sides, and then there's the truth that's in the middle. I don't know where in the middle that is. So I would say you don't know either. So I would back away from this new guy. To me, when you say also they broke up two weeks ago in a year relationship when they were living together, there were problems before you found out this information. To me, the idea that you're going to be exclusive with someone who was in his last relationship which lasted over a year, but they lived together... Um, and that lasted about a, and that ended about a week or two ago. I think you need to protect yourself a little bit more. I think you got to back away from this person. I think you have to say, "Hey, we're getting ahead. I'm learning things about you at a, you know, we're going to be exclusive when you were in a relationship that you lived with that person for two weeks. Why do they need that? Why do they need to be in a new relationship right away? Have they really?" assess the last relationship and if there is now these accusations come up now you're kind of seeing that this person i don't know I, i'm no i'm not an expert i i want to i want to make sure that's clear but i'm saying if i was a friend of yours if i was a family member of yours i would back i would tell you to back away from this person and get all the necessary information however you can so i would say that i i, I mean i would question this person from afar because you, you know they might be dangerous I would back away a little bit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, here's, here's 100% what I wouldn't do if I know anything in this situation, which I, I am not an expert. I know 
that this accusation would be taken seriously by me. And I think you should too. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. I, I, I move. I, I, there's no good way to move to a sponsor right now, but we will. The JTrain is brought to you by Chime. Is this piece of plastic in your wallet doing enough for you? Because with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building credit with everyday purchases and on-time payments. With Credit Builder, members can increase their credit history with no annual fees or interest. And having a good credit score can mean getting better car loan rates or just bragging rights around the dinner table. So continue your credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash JTrain. That's Chime.com slash JTrain. That's Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. The, the chi- Hold on, let me repeat this. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank and a pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying d- direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some users' scores may not improve. Chime, a new way to build credit. Let's keep going. We get into some serious topics here. You know, they're all not, you know, and it's hard when you hear things through the grapevine. You want to believe the person that you're dealing with, but again, you have been with that person very short amount of time. Not long enough to know them completely. Not long enough to just disregard someone as trying to win a breakup, I don't think. One friend, all animals. Hi, Jared. Me and my friends all love the pod and we listen to every single episode. Well, thank you. Every time we have an issue, we joking half seriously ask, what would Jared say? So thanks for all your wise words over the years. This is the issue I need help with. I have been close friends with a girl for 18 years now. And for about half of our friendship, we have lived far apart but stayed good friends. But I'm having an issue with her. Whenever we catch up, which is about once a week, we won't, she won't stop talking about her animals. Hear me out. I love pets, but every conversation is about her animals, their health, her routine with them, what food they eat, what their limitations are, even their personalities. Oi, this sounds horrible. I'm at a point where chatting with her is becoming a bit of a chore. She also works with animals in a vet clinic, so all her work stories are animal-based too. I really love my friend and think she's a good person, so I don't want to hurt her feelings by pulling away just because we don't seem to have the same fiery passion for discussing animals and pets. I even suggested to her to try online dating to try and increase her social life in her small town, but it doesn't seem to be panning out for her. Do you have any advice for me on how to deal with this one friend? These repetitive conversations are really becoming difficult to participate. And I, someone can be a good person and not your good friend at the same time. Listen, if I called someone and they're like, yeah, well, the chickens are really shitting up the whole apartment every time I'd be like, enough of the chickens. I don't want to hear about the chickens anymore. It's we've, we've gone through this. I also, if they are good friends, I could say to a good friend, enough with the chickens, enough with the pets. I've heard about the pets. You told me. I do this with my mom all the time. I mean, my mom and I talk all the time. I heard this story. Next. Next story. I can say that to someone I love because they know I want to talk to them. Hey, I want to talk to you, but we've done pet. We've done the pet time. We've talked about the zoo. It's over. Let's talk about something else. I've, I've said that to friends of mine on the phone. And if you can't say that to them, they're not a good friend. And you say you've been distance friends for a long time. 
you know, maybe it's time to like back off from these conversations. Maybe because maybe it's time to hear from them once a month because then, you know, animal talk is a little bit more palatable at that point. If it's every day, oh, the roosters keep cawing every morning. I'd be like, okay, enough with rooster talk, right? Shelby? Send her my way. You you like animal talk? I mean, I'm just like, you're, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> the other day, my cat walked in the room wow and people are like okay oh yeah you're a cat guy yeah see this is the thing you you probably the cat walked in the room you're like wow this is a big deal yesterday he looked out the window whoa whoa see this person needs to join a reddit group of some sort you know the pets of america you need to encourage them not to go date but the, the the internet is full of communities Shelby goes on the internet and talks about his cat looking out the window every day. You got a whole group. That, that, is a, that group would be excited to hear about it. So maybe if you encourage them, hey, I found this great Reddit group. It's, um, it's called uh, the Piglets of Paradise. And they talk about pigs and animals and the zoo and the Noah's Ark. And yeah, encourage them to go that way. They need to find a group for this. And again, a true friend is okay with you going, next topic. I, I, I talk with friends on the phone all the time. Yeah, let, let's move on. This, okay, I, I heard about the pig pen. Don't need to hear it. Oh, the cat looked out the window? Cool. Hey, how are the guys? Are you dating anyone? Are you seeing anyone? How's your family? Also, you need to be a little bit more proactive. Let's ask some questions. Where are your stories? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We got all the sponsors done, right? I believe so. Wow, we're really moving through this. Let's keep it going. Birthday girl wedding guest. Dearest J Train, Feather Feather and all that stuff. Love the podcast and I'm on the lookout for when you come back to Vancouver again. Um, I've got a question, but mostly I'm looking for some assurance that I'm not an asshole. Okay, we'll see. I've been with my boyfriend for almost two years. We met right before COVID. He's from an island off the mainland where we live now, and because of COVID and also just scheduling, I've only been over to see his family and friends with him a few times each year. He's got a giant friend group, and two of his longtime friends are getting married this summer. The wedding just happens to fall on my birthday. My boyfriend is a groomsman and will also be, do, will also be doing some emceeing. I've only met the bride and groom on a night camping trip last summer. I know other friends a little better that will be there, but they are all in the wedding party. Is it weird for me to not want to go? I don't really want to spend my birthday being a wedding guest around strangers, and my boyfriend will also have more fun if he's not worried about me having a good day. It just feels kind of weird. Thanks for the wise advice. Well, I don't think you're an asshole for not wanting to go i do think you're putting a lot of importance on your birthday and let's figure out why that would be a birthday comes every year i mean i'm not a big birthday person let me start by saying that yeah it's your day yeah it's nice but you and your boyfriend can celebrate it on another day like you know before the wedding weekend, you can celebrate it after the wedding weekend. I, I I wouldn't, the thing that you're doing is I don't want your boyfriend, you know, to me, if it's your boyfriend, 
You just want to be around them on the on on your birthday. That's what I if I was in a relationship, it would be like I got my girlfriend and we're good. So I don't know. I, I to me I don't know. It, it, I wouldn't I can't tell you how to feel. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, You you oh you that's stupid to care about your birthday. You can care about your birthday as much as you want. I mean, to me, what's the alternative? If you're just staying home because you don't want to be bothered on your birthday by a wedding, it seems a little miserable. If your friends are like, hey, we were going to throw you this big bash on the weekend, and you say, you know what, they are planning this whole big thing, and I just want to be a part of that, and I don't want to get in your way at the wedding, that's a different story. So do we see the difference here? To me, you know, and... it's not your 40th birthday. It's not your 50th. You know, these, what you, I, I'd imagine considering the, the, you know, the, the people who listen to this podcast, you're 28. 29 and 28 are pretty much very similar. It's not going to be that big a deal. I, I, I just can't. And all these excuses you bring up, a wedding is a fun time. In what world is your birthday going to include a band, DJ, good food, everyone dressed up? No matter who you're around. To me, this is a great way to spend your birthday. And you're with the person that you really care about, this boyfriend that you're with. The idea that he has to worry about you, you're going to meet people, you're going to have a fun time. This is a fun adventure. And your birthday could be celebrated in other ways and other days. So... I don't know. From my perspective, this is a great way to spend a birthday because also it's not a bunch of people being like, happy birthday to you. You know, you don't have to sit around and people feel, you know, when I, my, on my birthday, I just don't want to bother anybody. No, 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 no. Don't worry about me. Eyes off me. This is a great way to have eyes off you. Plus, it's a special day. Plus, you get some cake. There we go. So I, I don't think you're an asshole. I think you need to change your perspective on it. I think the idea that you're getting your day is being ruined by some wedding that or you don't want to go to this wedding is the birthday an excuse. Are you just, are you just trying to get out of something by using the, the, the you know the birthday excuse which people will allow for cuz that's a reason. Doesn't make it a good reason, it is a reason. jtrainpodcast@gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com complicated x hey jared long time listener love the pod have been to a few shows i have a quick question about a sticky situation with an x and kind of just need to hear a man work through it all right you got yourself a man my ex and I broke up about two years ago because of distance, but remained friendly because we all share a fr- because we share all of our friends from college. It wasn't messy or mean, and we've stayed in touch. I recently moved for work to the city he lives in, and things have begun to get a little bit more complicated. Let me break down that paragraph for a second. My ex and I broke up about two years ago because of distance, but remained friendly because we share all of our friends from college. It wasn't messy or mean, and we've stayed in touch. I recently moved to work, uh, moved for work to the city he lives in, and things have begun to get a little more complicated. You've made a lot of excuses for why this ended that didn't include we don't want to be with each other forever. I find this to be interesting because. You're dancing around the fact that you two are not the match. That's okay. 
But when you dance around it, that's when you find the loopholes for, well, we can hook up. Oy. You find That's where you find the loopholes for, well, we can hook up and we can talk because it wasn't messy. Just because a breakup wasn't messy doesn't mean you can still talk. You know, you need time to heal, to get away from this. It doesn't mean you have to talk. That's the problem with breakups. As people, you know, oh, it was messy, so we don't talk. Oh, it wasn't messy, so we do talk. No, you're broken up. You need time away from each other. It's not, it's not time to like keep in touch and hold on, tethered on to the old relationship so you don't have to go out there and be alone. So a lot of what you're saying is normal, but it's also weird that we all do it. The idea that we all just, oh, because it wasn't messy, we can keep in touch. No, we're broken up. We're not the match. I have to go find someone new. So I'm just noticing the excuses being put in. We are friends and see each other probably twice a month. And every time we see each other, it feels like we are back together. See? Of course it does. You're comfortable around one another. You've seen each other's naked bodies. You know each other are attracted to one another because of distance. You know? Just because you broke up doesn't mean you're not attracted to them. So you know this. There's a comfort level. You know, you, you guys have spent enough time together because you were together. You know, oh, what the other person's called. I, I, when I touch their back, they like it there. You know, you know these things. That's easier than a stranger. He continually says and does things that he shouldn't to an ex he claims is just a friend. And it's getting more complicated as people no, uh, notice more. Again, you're outsourcing all this. You're making excuses. People noticing. You're noticing. Take, own it. He's constantly making jokes only I would understand and bring up old memories. And once he's had three drinks, starts getting very flirty. Going off a recent episode, he also like, always likes my Instagram and watches every story on every platform. Kicker is, he has a new girlfriend that he never talks about or brings out with any of our friends, whether or not I'm there. Come on. Stop it. The question I have is how do I set boundaries with him without getting gaslit into thinking I'm making stuff up, even when everyone says things to me about his behavior. I don't want to ruin our friendship or the group by making things difficult, and I'm not sure I totally want to close the door on this connection. That's the most important part. I don't want to close the door on this connection. Admit to it. Because here's what you're doing, and you are doing what he's doing. He's keeping the door open on the connection. The idea that I don't want to, I want to set boundaries without ruining our friendship or the group. Well, the boundaries are going to change the friendship. This isn't a friendship. This is two people who, when they get a little lonely, they revert back to someone who's comfortable. And that's what you're doing. And that's okay. This is, this happens, but you're noticing it. So, I mean, the idea that you're going to go to him and go, hey, so when you have a few drinks, can you stop like bringing up old memories that we have together? That's not going to happen. You guys need time away from each other. You, the whole email, and I saw it from the beginning. The whole email is about you saying, well, it's because of distance and it wasn't messy and we get along really well and we're friends. No, you're not friends. You guys broke up. There's a reason you broke up. He has a new girlfriend now and he's not bringing that girlfriend around because this guy is looking for attention from many different places. So I think what you need to do is you need another dumping. You need to end it with him. You need to let him know, hey, 
things have gotten too far along for me. And there's no way to really gaslight you. I mean, there, I'm sure there is a way to make you, you know, to, I'm sure there is a way, but I think it's a lot harder when you own it, when you say it's me, put it on you. Hey, I, and don't even, don't give him answers to the test. Don't say, well, you did this and you did that. No, 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 speak for yourself. Hey, my feelings have gotten away from me. Every time we hang out, I start to feel like we're together again. You know, own it. You do. You just said that to me. That's okay. We all make mistakes. And just because you're saying I made a mistake doesn't mean that he didn't make mistakes. He can deal with that on his own fucking time. But I'm saying, because what a lot of people do is they'll go, you know, I'm, when, they think, when they're owning their mistakes, they want to go, well, you also do. That's not your, that's, that's, that's off topic. Hey, when we hang out, I feel like we're in a relationship again. That sucks because we're not. And I need to get, I need to walk away from this. So I hope you can respect my time and these boundaries to say that we can't talk anymore. We can't hang out like this anymore. I'm going to have to take a break from this. I need a reset. If he fights against that, then you say, well, why are you fighting against that? Why, why you, I just told you how I feel. I told you this is making me hurt. This is making me feel bad. Is that what you want? And he's going to go, no, I don't want that. And, 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 you know, go back to your girlfriend. And if that's not enough, he'll come back to you. I don't think he will. I think right now he's taking an easy route to feeling less lonely by hanging with you. I think that's what's going on. You offer like a medication, so to speak, because he's not bringing the girlfriend around the friends. That's not a real girlfriend to me. Something's going on there. So I think you got to have like another breakup with him. It's time to end it. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here alone in Feather Nation Studios, the lights are dim, the kumquats on the wall, classic shelb here. Gray area cheating. Hi, Jared. Huge fan of yours for many years. I'm writing in about a case of cheating. A guy I have been seeing since November and I decided to make it official and define the relationship about a month ago as boyfriend-girlfriend. Okay, so seeing since November, um, it is now April, you are now boyfriend-girlfriend. I recently discovered that he has never stopped swiping on the apps. He claims he has never met these women in person, but I don't know what to believe. Assuming he is even telling the truth about that is swiping but not meeting tantamount to cheating. And if so, are there degrees of cheating that are more forgivable than others? When I confronted him, he said he was scared about how fast our relationship was moving. Stupid reasoning. (laughs) I'm afraid of how fast it's moving. That's a stupid reason. Next. Any other reasons? Like... Such a, it's his reason. That's what he wants to say. That's stupid. What, what, really, what's a not stupid really reason? Really, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Try again. Try again. Tell me something that's not dumb today. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's the reason he chose. Okay. Stupid or not, that's... What, okay. Uh, what if he was like... He like thought about this and he this was like... I, this is how I feel. I just need to like say it in the most earnest way possible and then it was like uh i don't think so anything else yeah (laughs) he's like what else oh i thought for three days what am i gonna say to her okay it's moving too fast nope she'll understand she'll go i know that was hard for you (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. But I, it's hard. I don't like your answer, but I'm, and I, I, I accept it. And I no, it is. It went the total opposite of how he thought it would go. He thought, "Hey, it's moving too fast." She'll go, "No, you're right. It is moving too fast." No, she was like, "No stupid reason." Next. What finger am I holding up at you right now? <laughs> the middle one. You idiot. <laughs> and if so okay so assuming he is even telling the truth about that is swiping but not meeting tantamount to cheating and if so is there degrees of cheating that are more forgivable than others when I confronted him he said he was scared about how fast our relationship was moving stupid reasoning and then he was swiping for and that he was swiping for selfish reasons of validation is this forgivable or do I cut him loose thank you for all uh, thank you and all the best pissed off but confused well this goes back to the beginning of this podcast. Stop being confused. Start being turned off. That is the answer to all of your questions. Now, can people convince you to not be turned off anymore? Yeah, that can happen. There's retribution for everybody. Here's what I would say. He's swiping on the apps basically to find out if he can do better than what he's got. Does that feel good to hear? It would feel bad for me to hear. If I had decided to be boyfriend, girlfriend with someone, and then I found out they're swiping on the apps, I would have to come to the terms that they were looking at me being like, okay, I've got this, but could I get that? And that is a ghost that doesn't even exist yet. They don't even know what they're looking for. He may not have met someone from the dating apps, but that is because he couldn't find something that got him to leave the couch with you. So I'm not his excuse of I've never met these people. That is a revisionist history to me. That is him connecting the dots looking back because he was on it swiping to see if he could do better for him. He couldn't. And what is better for him? mean? He may have been swiping on these apps looking for someone who's like, hey, come over so I can blow you. And he was like, okay, I'll never get caught for this, so that's why I keep swiping. So, again, that's a better match for him in that moment. So, are you comfortable? So, is it cheating? Um, Yeah. I would say it's, I mean, like, I mean, it's not cheating as, because he didn't do it. But is it like, you know, if, I guess it's it's the equivalent of, if you go to the CVS and you put a bunch of stuff in your pockets and then you see that there's a security guard at the front and you go, eh, not really worth it, and you take everything out of your pockets and you don't do it, I'll come back next time and see if there's less security here. At what point are you doing something wrong? You're planning on doing something wrong. You're planning on taking the stuff. So you're just looking for the holes, and so I would say that this guy, to me, you guys, I, I mean, if it were me, I would be mad. I'd be turned off, not confused. What's the confusion? He's looking for quick hookups while dating someone else. That is my interpretation of what's going on. Or, and again, back to my original, is it better than what I've got? Or is it giving me an option that is easy to get away with? That's what I would believe he's doing. And his claims that, oh, I haven't seen anybody yet. Well, yet, you know, yet. He leaves out yet. I haven't met with anybody. It's just because I need the validation. 
I mean, my next question would be, what if you got a match and the person said, let's go fuck right now? Would you have gone? Would you? Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, you know, probably not. Yeah. Come on. It's just not something I buy. Now, I can't tell you how to feel. I can't, I can't say to you to trust this person. How long does it take to build trust? I think it takes a long time. Right now, it's going to take even longer because... What is he going to do? Show you his phone every t- 10 minutes? What are, you, are we going to share a phone? What are you going to make sure? They, you're never going to know. That's the problem with these, like, kind of like the plan to cheat is now you live in a world where this person has been operating around you. You know they have the capacity for it. So you, and you can never know for sure if someone is or isn't doing it. To me, you've been together, what you wrote, a month? I've been seeing a guy since November and you guys have been boyfriend, girlfriend for a month ago and then you're seeing this. You're a month in. I'd say good luck. Cause he's, I, but, but I can't, you know, could they come back? I think anyone can have retribution. But when you see someone swiping, that's a very specific, you've taken action to find something different than me. That means they're not ready. That means they're not ready to be in a monogamous relationship. They're not ready to commit. They're not ready to figure this thing out with you. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We figured we'd do something fun. Since we're here alone and we got some time at the end, let me see if I have this still. I'm hoping I do. We were going to do like a lightning round of sorts. If it's still here. Okay, good. So we're going to do a lightning round. This is from my Instagram. Okay? Maybe we could put this up as a social. Should you overlook people's past in relationships such as they did someone dirty? I think you shouldn't overlook it, but I don't think you should not date the person for that. Know that they have the capacity for cheating, the the capacity for leaving someone else. If they cheated on someone else, they might cheat on you. That that live in the land of reality. But I would also want to know what went into that. I think if someone can look at you and go, here's the here's what was going on in my head. Here's the ways that I've gone, you know, that I've 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 thought about it. Here's the ways I've I've gone to some form of therapy or the ways I've worked through it and how I look at it now. If they look back on it as a learning experience, then you know, because everyone is dating someone who is an asshole to someone else. I know that's kind of a hard truth, but it's the truth. So your guy, your girl, is someone else was like, fuck that person. They ghosted me. That person. Everyone has a version of learning. So I don't know because this is pretty vague what the version, you know, did they, what they did to that other person. But I would say to you, past performance does not indicate future results. How to handle a dude basically ignoring a sexy text. Boyfriend not unsolicited. Timing is very important when it comes to sexy texts. You have to be on the same schedule. If you're in sexy time at 10 o'clock at night, right after you got out of the shower and put on all your moisturizers and taken off all your makeup and you're relaxed in a bed that was recently made and ah, and you're ready to put your hand on, 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 the, on the, joy, the joy button, 
and he's not showered, just out of work, just had some, you know, intramural soccer practice. He ain't ready to talk sexy time with you. So you have to make sure both people are on the same schedule, mentally, physically, ready to go. One Night Stand still reaches out two years later asking for a date. Is this a trap? See, I don't understand why this would be a trap. I don't understand you the, the labeling. They don't You see them as a One Night Stand. They see you as an option. We have to remember that. So just because you have labeled them doesn't mean they have labeled you. This is from a woman. I'm telling you right now, men love vague options. Men love someone that has had sex with them before that might have sex with them in the future. So is this a trap? To me, I guess you're asking this because you're like, I don't want to be a one-night stand again. I, they don't see you that way. You have to let them know that you felt hurt by the way they left the last time. And that might turn them off to, that, that might change how they look at what you guys are. They might look at you as now, oh, that's an option that actually wanted more. I'll back away because I thought they just wanted less. Why do men say they like me and then only show sexual interest? How do I find real? You find real through effort. The one thing I see in this question is why do men say? Stop listening. Stop listening. Words don't matter. Hey, and, and also, if they're saying they like you right away, they're trying to get something. Okay? It takes time to like someone. If someone says they like you day one, minute one, right from the apps, from your Instagram, from a DM, what? Not everyone should like you that quickly. No one should like you that quickly. You're not that great. I'm not that great. We're not that great. So remember that. You're not that great. They, you know, people are going to like you. People are not going to like you. But it takes a minute to figure that out. So if they're saying it right away, you have to wonder, what are they trying to get from me? So I would stay away from those people because they're trying to get something out of you sexual they're trying to get sexual from you and then i would say hey i want dates only on dates and here's another thing if people speak sexually to you before you've even met they're only going to go up from there it doesn't go down so cut those guys off too how long do you wait for someone to say i love you i say i don't think you wait for someone to say i love you to you if you feel love let, let that person know. Now, they might not say it right away. That's okay. I think you could say I love you and have it not said back to you right away. If you feel love and you feel loved, that's all you need. Some people, they don't know how to put the words together. Now, the longer it goes without an I love you, if you feel less loved, then you, maybe you don't love them anymore. Maybe you got to back away. Maybe you're turned off. We'll do one more. Best place to meet men in real life. This is going to be a little bit of a vague answer. Best place to meet men in real life with your friends. Go with your friends. Go out. Go have fun with your friends. Enjoy your friends. Have fun. Laugh. Cackle. Oh my God, I'm dead. Fun attracts fun. If you're out having fun with your friends, you will attract fun guys that are out with their own friends. That's what you're looking for. That's our podcast. That's our show. 
every Monday. Podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending your emails. Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word. Shelby, thank you for popping in every now and again here on this Dim the Lights episode. Thanks for letting me. Of course. At Classic Shelby, if you want to go follow Shelby. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We'll be back next episode. Boom.